All right. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome back. We're going to keep on going through debunking here as we're talking about deconstructing faith. And um, I was telling uh, little Jerry here as we were kind of before we get started that I've got some things that I want to really get into. So we're going to jump right in instead of all the tomfoolery that Jared likes to bring to the table because I don't. I'm a very serious individual uh, about food and Bible. Yeah, that's it. I knew it was something else. Anyways, are you shutting the blinds? <laughs> I am. I'm trying. If to we'd only done that just a couple seconds before we started to, recording the podcast. I'm trying to do preventative measures. I'm seeing the. It's starting to get light outside. Yeah, I gotta build that office. <laughs> <laughs> just anyway. All right. So, um, so you, you know, uh, the, the Israel had had the walls of the city torn down. The temple was torn down. All that stuff when the Babylonian Empire came in. Years later, um, after I, I, you know, I, I want to say it was around 60, 70 years, whatever it might have been, uh, when uh, God then used uh, the Medes and Persian king uh, um, to uh, Artaxerxes, I think it might have been, uh, to send Ezra and Nehemiah to go back. And uh, God was using them. And so Nehemiah is back, and, and, and he's they're trying to build the wall, okay? And uh, uh, he says, nevertheless, we made our prayer unto God and set a watch against them day and night because of them. So they got enemies trying to keep them from building this wall. Okay. They got the, those that have settled into the area where they don't want Jerusalem to go back up because they don't want Israel to come back. They, they like the land flowing with milk and honey, right? Who wouldn't? So uh, then said, and Judah said, the strength of the bearers of burdens is decayed and there is much rubbish so that we are not able to build the wall. And our adversaries said, they shall not know, neither see, till we come in the midst among them and slay them and cause the work to cease. So in this mindset of deconstructing our faith and, and, and with the intent, and we've talked about this so many times, with the intent, if you're deconstructing something, it is so that you can take the materials that are usable and use them and get rid of the materials that are not usable as you rebuild on the foundation that is Christ. Once again, that is what we're talking about. That is our heart here. We're talking about deconstructing faith. And so what Nehemiah is saying here and Judah is saying here is, see, there is an enemy that's going to try and stop and listen man alive if you do not realize that you are in a battle every day for the thoughts for the intents for your for your heart uh, uh, uh there's a battle uh, between the principalities uh, between the powers of darkness with the prince of the power of the air and the lord jesus christ and his spirit there is a battle that's going on and so we have to be mindful of that and see the devil and uh, the, the battle wants to creep in unawares uh, the adversary wants to creep in unawares and the best way for him to be able to do that is if we have stuff in our life that ought not be there. Okay, that rubbish that Jordan was talking about, that Nehemiah was talking about, that rubbish that has to be the stuff that, that that has been deconstructed, but has no business being there. See, sometimes we'll deconstruct something, but then because we're not sure, well, maybe we might use that piece again. Boy, let me tell you something. There's nothing worse than a hoarder, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> when you just hoard those things that you're never going to use again. All right. And I have to be careful of doing those things too. Uh, physically speaking, yes. I, I'm like, well, I, I, I'll keep that. I'll keep that. Well, then eventually I'm just going to go and toss everything out because why? It's rubbish. Okay. And what happens is we can allow that rubbish to build up as God is trying to deconstruct our life. We keep those things around because we're not sure yet and what happens is it's going to give the enemy the ability to sneak in unawares to us and so we have to be careful about 
we're doing this deconstructing and this debunking. Okay. Well, if we got to get rid of it, then we got to get rid of it. You bring up Do a what? good point. You bring up a very good point of um, getting rid of something. Uh, and for me, when you, when you say it, one thing that comes to mind is um, a, a security blanket, you know, and what I mean is um, there are these things that God has debunked in our personal lives, in my perspective, that I still want to hold on to a little bit because that's what I've known. It's right. secure, and it is very unsettling and very scary to start asking questions where you start to get pushback from your your own security blanket. Yeah. And you find yourself out there on a limb, and you feel all alone, and yet. It, it for me it makes me want to recluse and that happens and it just oh good grief it happens when we just leave stuff around um anyway that's where my mind went i mean and it's like oh my goodness um the dangers we have to be careful i mean it, and again it's just, if 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 we're not doing this deconstructing with absolute grace, okay, and I'm not talking about our grace. I'm talking about the grace of God, okay. The strength in due time. Thank you, Alan Ball. That's one of the greatest definitions I've heard of of grace. Because if we're not allowing God to take the things down in our lives that ought not be there, and if we're not, then now you know God will do that. But then, like Jared said, we'll hold on to some of those things that God has taken down. And for no good reason other than the fact that, well, we're, we just feel secure in them. Let me tell you something, you know, um, I know, you know, usually on our podcast, we're not dressed up. I'm a little more dressed up today. Okay. Um, but you, what you don't see and what you will hardly ever see on Larry is a tie. Okay. And I know this is a little thing. Okay. It is. And it took me a while. I, I have hated ties my entire life. Okay. Um, in my profession, before I was a pastor, I never wore a tie. Not, not, not until God put me into an industry where I had to wear a tie. But it was for business. Okay, it was for business. Is to put your best foot forward for business. Um, but as a pastor, man, it took me a while to understand that I don't have to wear a tie. So then I, I, I stopped wearing one here at the church on Wednesdays. Okay, but I still wore it on Sundays. What? Well, okay. I still wore it on Sundays. Why? Well, because, uh, you know, I, I wanted people to still think that I was whatever it is I thought people were supposed to think that I was. Okay. And then I stopped wearing it on Sundays. But, but if I ever went anywhere. I don't think <laughs> it means what you think it means. Sorry. <laughs> so then I, I, I would only wear it when I went to preacher's conferences, which I'm going to a preacher's conference today. And, and uh, I would only wear it then because why? Well, I wanted people to perceive what I thought they needed to perceive instead of who I really was. Well, guess what? The only time I wear a tie now is if I'm going to preach for somebody and it's their standard at their church for a tie to be worn on the platform, then I will wear a tie. I got no problem with that. Yeah. I want to be a, I want to, I want to be a blessing to people. I do not want to be discouragement. Okay. But if my showing up to whatever you're doing without a tie is going to be discouragement to you, I can't help that. Okay. So I'm going to be who God <laughs> has given me the Liberty to be so hold on let's talk about that for a minute let's talk about neckties are bad no let's talk about the tie this is a good illustration um and i I don't know how far we're gonna get but this is a good illustration that i think needs dealt with um in the sense of the wall we're talking about deconstructing a wall not to beat a dead horse but that's the illustration we have okay we are deconstructing a wall that we have built what is the wall in the scenario 
I've gone through the same thing. Is a tie necessary? It's not the tie. Okay. The tie it's is not the not wall. The tie, the tie is not the wall. So The wall is perception. Yes. So when the wall is broken down, okay, uh, the perception that you have, when that's broken down, and it's not just the perception, when that legalistic spirit or whatever you want to call it in your brain, the law that you're trying it's to bring. It's called bondage. Bring. It's called bondage. Okay, there okay. you go. <laughs> the bondage <laughs> that you're trying to bring when that's broken down, um, do you really have victory over that bondage when someone's like, yeah, we wear a tie here, and you're like, nope, not wearing it. I, d- I don't know that you really have freedom because it's an object. So there's something deeper going on. That's kind of what it's coming up to me when you give the mm-hmm. tie illustration. There's something deeper in the tie. If you've been married for any amount of time, and your wife gets mad at you because the toilet seat's up. It's never the toilet seat. It's not the toilet seat. Well, I don't know. Maybe it might be a little bit. They <laughs> a fall little in. bit. That's, 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 that's <laughs> the toilet seat. Let me use a different <laughs> illustration. Okay, that's a different illustration. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, for for my wife, it's the toilet seat. <laughs> yeah, I, I'd say. Well, I, I play the scenario in my brain. Look, oh, okay, no. new illustration. Okay, <laughs> different illustration. So, I don't know. Maybe it's <laughs> it's something. If you've been married, and I'm just gonna say say this that if you've had a relationship for any amount of time, guys, ladies, we're all different. And guys will have no idea what's going on. Guys will do one little thing, and it's like, <laughs> you know, World War Three happens, and you're like, what just took place? Like, it, one little bomb went off, and it turned into, you know, I don't know. I was going to say Hiroshima, but I, I already said it. Was it matter? It turns into that, and you're like, what just happened? And it's a small illustration. And this is the marital advice that I think we could give it. It's not that. It's not the tie. It's not the little thing. If you have a church split, let's talk about. It's more than likely the intent. With my wife, it's my intent. Well, there's there's something deeper going on, right? And we know people that have had church splits over chairs in the auditorium, um, and we make jokes about it about the cur- color of the curtains, color of the carpet, but people have gotten upset and left. And it's not. For you to break it down to them, if it is, maybe 99, 99% of the time, it is not the curtains. It's not the carpet. It's not that object. And this is what we're getting at. It's not the tie itself. And for us to wage war against the tie and to make that our pedestal is very foolish. It's not the tie. There's something deeper going on. We have... And I, the reason I'm bringing this up is because there, there are there are people that would say, and I've had these conversations, um, almost roped in with them, that they would say um, in regards to the tie, well, no, God set me free from that. I'm never wearing a tie again. And it's like, well, then God has God really set you free to the point where that's just a piece of material. What's it matter? It's still it's still a perception. You're still trying to convey a perception. Okay. Um, if I was going to be obstinate and never wear a tie again, then then my perception would be, I want people to see that I'm going to be who I'm going to be. Well, I, that's not what I'm, I want people to see Jesus Christ when they're looking at me. And I do. I, every day I pray, Lord, help people see who you are instead of who I am. Um, if I thought that my going to this conference 
without a tie on was going to show forth less than Christ, I would put a tie on. Okay. But I don't think it will. I don't think, and, and, and you know, you always have to worry about what the Bible refers to as a weaker brother. And we talked about that in last, you know, prior seasons. Um, but, and again, it, it's, you can't allow the weaker brother to dictate your direction. Okay. But you also can't allow your perception or what you want other people's perception to be of you to dictate your direction. If you're desiring for them to see anything other than the Lord Jesus Christ. Yeah. And so don't anyone think that Jared is getting on me because I'm making this thing about a tie. Oh my goodness, He's no. corroborating me about, it's not about the tie. It's, it's about, tie. it's about perception. And really when we get down to about perception, perception always gets back to man's basis of sins and man's basis of sin is pride. And Jared just disappeared. I just, that was a magic trick. It's fine. It was Woo-hoo. so weird. <laughs> Jared is weird. And now the show can go on. Pride has been removed. So, I, <laughs> that I was feel. really weird. If you listen <laughs> to the podcast, I implore you, just go one time. And, and just, uh, I don't know, we're probably about uh, 16, 18 minutes into the episode here. And Jared is going to disappear. And now there is another human being that has appeared. You want to say something? All of a sudden, I feel and Jared is gone, and Maverick is there. It's so funny. <laughs> He's doing the podcast. I have the need for speed. What's up, Maverick? So what I so what I really that, think about this is okay. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, Dad, you're an idiot. Yeah, we know. So, <laughs> like you, okay, back on the topic. Um, and I I know there's a place we want to get to that we are. It, 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 I don't know. Maybe we, we're trying to get a place where we can stand fast. Okay, so music in churches. We go to churches, and this is the this is the line of of being a chameleon versus not. Um, being a chameleon is, is you are in bondage to the perception of what people think of you, like what Haas said. Um, being free and being all things to all men is not that. Um, it is. You know what? If if a church doesn't do praise songs, if they don't do newer songs, it's all old hymnals. It's okay. It doesn't bug me. And for a long time, you said that to me. Um, for a long time, you had said things like that. You'd say, "Well, it doesn't matter." Okay, um, I I wear a tie or I I whatever. You know, my preference would be not to wear a tie. And your preference, you have said to me, you you love some praise songs from some newer songs and you're like, but if I go to church that they all wear ties and it's all the, the hymns, the King James, um, hymn crowd, then it's like, okay, it doesn't bug me. And I think what well, I could worship now, God, I could worship God in that environment. No problem. You should be able to now. Wh- I guess maybe what sticks out in my mind and I, I, I gotta be careful not calling out, movements or groups and i don't i've not kept up with it so it doesn't matter we don't want to say the name but there's a an idea of of um old people that were in fundamentalism that have uh changed um as a movement um they've embraced things and the spirit behind that has been very let's attack it's been like this let's attack those things let's attack the king james bible let's attack the uh, ties. Let's attack the hymns, and in doing so, they have created a movement of attacking. 
And now I'll, I'll be honest are they with you. Really I, free from that. I don't. I don't think their intent was to attack. I well, really I don't. don't. Think I think. Yeah. I mean, I listen. I listened early on because I know what you're referring to, and I listened for a few years, and. I don't think that was their intent. I think they, there was at times that some bitterness could come up, okay? And it was obvious, which they even repented of that. What happened is they had no intent of in creating a movement. That's just it. When people follow man instead of God, it creates a movement. And so whether they intended to or not, which I don't believe they did, they did create a movement. And so when man is following man, then man sticks up for man. And when man sticks up for man, then, well, they said this, so then this has to be right, so that all ties are abolished, and you can't use any old hymns, and you have to use, if you use King James, you're weird, and which that hasn't been their intent at all, okay? Not in the beginning. If it is now, I don't know, I don't listen to well, it anymore. Okay, so I guess what I'm getting at is not so much those guys. But that's just man following, that's, well, that's when we follow so much man. Those guys. It is a spirit that has been brought by the movement, and the spirit, yes. the spirit I'm getting at is they're, if you use the King James, and I've heard these remarks, use the King James. Right. Well, I'll just keep using that King James. Or if you if you sing the hymns, and it's like there's derogatory remarks made. It's about no you. different than saying if you use any other translation, you can't be saved. It's the same. It's it's just one reaction or another. Okay, yeah. and it's that it's, pendulum swing instead of being balanced in Christ. Yeah, it. If you really have freedom, okay, if you really have freedom in this, and you are someone who really enjoys uh contemporary music say you don't use the king james say you and i'm, I'm creating a person that is not us well, okay that that doesn't mean that i don't like newer songs i'm just saying we're gonna create somebody who has totally are deconstructed. yes we're gonna create this person this person has they don't use the king james at all they uh sing only hill song which that's dangerous for a different reason, but um, they sing only Hillsong. Um, they wear shorts and a Hawaiian shirt. Okay. This person. We're talking about this fanatical person that used to be a independent fundamental Baptist that goes into a camp meeting or an independent fundamental Baptist setting. And they go in and they wear their shorts, Hawaiian shirt, all of these things. And like, no, I'm free from all this. What's their intent, though? Well, they're not free. No. And they've just embraced another bondage. I, but in the same token, say you take that guy and he's like, yeah, I'll go to that. They go to this camp meeting or whatever, and they walk in and they put a tie on or they put on what they're comfortable, acceptable, because they might not wear a whole suit, you know, but something where they won't stick out. They, if they don't have the King James Bible, they bring their iPad or they, they don't make a big deal of it. Um, and when this old hymns are being sung, they just worship the Lord. Those are two very, maybe it's the same person in two very different places in their life. And that's something that, um, my goodness, that's what we're talking about. That's where something deconstructing can really do. One, we talked about detaining last time, okay? They needed someone in their life to say, hey, don't be so reactionary. Follow Christ, okay? Don't don't react to man in the flesh, but respond to everything with grace through Jesus Christ, or through the Spirit of Christ. And so uh, I mean, we, we've got to be so careful of that. Look, and, and I think we're wrapping up on time here. Are we we, we are wrapping up on time for one reason. 
my face well, I, is starting to glow. Right. And I, I, so I want us to go to Galatians chapter five, verse one. Well, I was going to say yet. we could do this as the next podcast because there is a an alliteration. Okay. All right. <laughs> You're going to. And love I already it. know what it is, too. You know what it is. <laughs> I know what it is. The postman does it. Okay. So I know what it is. So, all right. Well, we'll wait to talk about the standing fast somewhere. Okay. Oh, man. Well, if you'd like to reach out to us, the restructure podcast at gmail.com, that's the only one I know. <laughs> I'm not tech savvy. <laughs> we're also on Facebook uh, at uh, uh, the Restructured Podcast. We're also on Twitter at the Restructured PC, and we are on other things too. I don't know. John has us. Uh, I think John's <laughs> trying to get us in a few things. We appreciate John uh, being our production guy, um, and also if you're on YouTube, we're really trying to. I don't know. We're trying to create a, a, a following. Follow <laughs> no. the Restructured Podcast. <laughs> we are or trying to, die. No, I'm just we're, kidding. We're trying to create uh, a discussion. We're trying to. We are. We're trying to create a discussion. So you can like us, hit the subscribe button, hit the little bell there, ding, and it will uh, let you know when the next episode drops. You can subscribe to hate us too. We don't care. Oh, yeah. I mean, hey, listen, listen, so you can debunk everything we're saying. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Ah, Love you, brother. Love you too. With God's word as our authority, we, the Restructured Podcast, would like to set forth a proposal to God's people, the New Testament Church, to become of a Berean nature in pursuit to know the Scriptures. The Church in our generation, we believe, has become a distant shadow of what the body of Christ should look like. It will be our endeavor to bring forth things for God's people to think on and consider as they search God's Word to see if these things are so. 